Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Nobody gets it the first time. Podcast. You know? Podcast. 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 Hello and welcome to Na 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who love fan films. I'm Danny. I'm Andrew. And we are watching every Batman movie from ni- ever made from 1943 to the present. Woo. Andrew Pabone is here today. Uh, Chelsea, I mean Wallace is. Uh, she's out and about. She's in a clown show. Oh, nice. She's, is she performing? She's performing. She's being nice. a clown. Awesome. It's like an hour long. She doesn't talk at all. Nobody talks. You know, one time I was in an improv class, uh-huh. and uh, you know how all of our open mics for comedians have. Andrew's names? a comedian. I'm a uh, comedian. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know how all the all the mics have meet, uh, names like weird names like mm-hmm. the the Carmichael and and Biscuit Show or something. Sure. And so I was in improv class. And one girl said, "I have to go do I have to do a clown show tonight. I have mm-hmm. to do a clown show tonight." And I was like, "What's what's a what's clown show?" Because I'm like, maybe you're a comedian. And yeah, yeah, Mike. Yeah. And then she goes, "It's a clown show." <laughs> Like, how do you was, not know this? Yes, and I was just, like, an asshole to her. Yeah. And I bet I was part of, like, the legion of her family members yeah. that, you know, she just associated me with You were that. probably there, like, oh, Clown Show? Who, who books that? How do you how do you get on Clown <laughs> how Show? How do you get on Clown Show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have to train as a clown. You have to go through clown college. You have to learn your makeup, your performing, your... Uh, yeah, so uh, Wallace is doing clowning. Jacob is out of town. He's in Hawaii this week. But we got Andrew Pabone here. We're going to be... Uh, we we missed the last two weeks. There was one week we recorded, and then I fucked up. And we lost the recording. That's just a lost wow. episode. Uh, next, which movie was it? We did a we did a bunch of fan films. Um, some of them were pretty good. Some not so great. I was very hungover. It was not the best episode. <laughs> gotcha. So uh, you didn't miss too much. We're gonna be a little spotty over the next month or so. There's a lot of things all three of the co-hosts have coming up uh, that I can't get two and two right now but i will be talking about them later um but for right now andrew what did we watch today we watched batman the dark descent the dark descent past the duality yes into the descent oh you read the the tag <laughs> i did this? i did too uh beyond the brutality past the duality <laughs> into the descent yes batman dark descent is a re-edited version of eric smigel's films batman brutality and batman duality the fan-made sequels to batman begins this new version combines the films into one large film and features more intense visuals with enhanced colors widescreen look muzzle flashes lens flares and more yeah it was not good it was really bad oh man it's so crazy. It's so serious, yeah. but it's so. Um, I admire that. I, I admire how serious it is. Yeah, I admire the ambition. It was. It was long for a fan film. It was a full hour. It was a full hour. Uh, it, it looked like it was. I'm guessing they're probably high school kids who made this. Maybe college. I would say yeah. And it's it's ambitious yeah. for for kids of that age with like no budget mm-hmm. to do something this long and. I like the. Um, I thought it was well shot. I thought I thought it was well shot as well. I thought I, it. Yeah. I in high school, if I'd been trying to direct this, I would not be getting those kind of artsy close-ups on people's faces, and and they, they did a good job with that. But the acting not good. The acting. The writing Ooh. was not good. The costumes were not good. <laughs> I thought Two Face's costume. 
I like his, his makeup was his pretty good. Was his makeup good. was pretty good. And right when he gets uh when he gets boiled on with the, the yeah. <laughs> boiled pot. Yeah, instead of acid they just throw boiling water. <laughs> It's, it's the little pot that makes it kind of funny. Yeah. It was just, a, it was like, this is what makes Two Faces little pot, you know? Yeah. It was kind of silly, but it was, it was. It and was there's good. this this dialogue, there's a couple pieces of dialogue I, had to, I wrote down here just so funny and so poorly written. Uh, but Gordon and uh, Batman are discussing it later, and Batman says, um, His face was burned away as if by acid. And Gordon says, Yes, or extremely hot water from a cooking pot. <laughs> And Batman says, a cooking pot. Yes, that explains why his voice was raspy. He must have swallowed some water when he was burnt. <laughs> Burning exactly half of his vocal cords. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's man. interesting how they would they would explain things very ham-fisted like mm. that, but also is very, like, very, very... Ex- the quiet movie because you can't they, they can't have that yeah. acid right so right. it has to be a boiling pot of water but how right. do you make that believable right and the way they make it believable is they just say it yes we figured it out yeah and just remind people that this happened mm-hmm. we saw that happen <laughs> we saw that scene go down but uh and she did a good job with the the boiling water like the way they they cut away they showed it uh they showed him taking it off the stove yeah. and it was still visibly boiling and there's like a quick cut and he throws it in the face and they must have like switched it out for like a non-boiling but it's they did a good job of editing it. I thought that was that's probably as we're talking about this this is that's probably the best scene mm-hmm. I would say. Like the best scene of like ed, like movie making. Yeah. Cuz then he it looks like he has like boils. Yeah, that they are, did a good job with those special effects especially for what this is. It was Oh my god. The special effects are pretty good. And I thought the uh the 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 low quality of, like, because we're watching it now in 2017, and it must have been filmed, I don't know, in 2003, was it? 2006. 2006, so yeah. that camera looks so old. Yeah. And uh, because it looks like that, I bet the the, the makeup even looks better, because it's so yeah uh, pixelated, and so... And they did a good job of, uh, this, this came out between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, so uh, I, yeah, it seemed like it was just the Dark Knight to me. Right, but this was before the. It was like two years before the Dark Knight came out. Oh, it was Dark Knight Oh Eight. Yeah. Wow. But I'm I'm impressed at how much. I don't know if maybe they they knew some stuff. There've been some leaks about the plot and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of stuff that's pretty similar to the Dark Knight. I, I thought it was exactly similar. Like I thought I, I thought they watched the Dark Knight and made the movie. I didn't know it came out two years before. Yeah. Um, is it a story in canon? Is that the Christopher Nolan? Uh, they definitely took Batman Begins as canon. They referenced some stuff that happened in Batman Begins. Well, I mean, is uh, in the comic books, is uh-huh. the Dark Knight the Christopher yeah. Nolan? That's just a totally new story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so oh my God, it was very like literally like I even looked in the comments and was like, uh, you know, Harvey Dent is turned into the he becomes Two Face yeah. by the Joker, right? Uh, he's a tragic figure. Uh, Rachel Dawes is killed, yeah. right? Um, Spoiler alert for this 10-year-old <laughs> movie. Oh, no! Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It starts off with Batman. It even ends fighting. with, like, a dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, his monologue <laughs> is, like, not dissimilar from The Dark Knight. It starts off with Batman fighting the Joker like he did in uh, the beginning of Dark Knight. It's, it's, 
it's pretty. The scarecrow. Sca- scarecrow. Yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of amazing how uh, that's impressive. Mr. Loeb was killed in Dark Knight and in this. I didn't even see him. Was he like an off-screen one? Yeah, he was killed off-screen. They, they okay. talk about him being killed in this. Okay. Um, it's kind of amazing that they. It was so close. Do you think Christopher Nolan? <laughs> <laughs> this is like his son. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Jack Nolan J- Jr. Yeah, Christopher Nolan Jr. Have you been, Andrew? I've been uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, getting over a breakup. Yeah, that's right. We we started talking about it off off mic, and uh, I just wanted to to get on mic to capture all the juicy the juicy drama. Maybe I can get the catharsis out. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was in this relationship for two years. Jesus Christ, and. Uh, and you said it just happened. It was two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago, yeah. That's rough. But it ended... It's rough in a very human way to me. Uh-huh. Because the first six, seven months of this relationship, I tried to get out of it because... The first seven months? Uh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Because she... I, you know what? I can't remember. My mind is so messed up. Like, I can't remember. Was she horrible? <laughs> 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 and I was getting out for the right reasons, or was I scared so yeah. I was trying to get out? Uh, you're definitely after any breakup. It's there's a party that it's kind of wondering like, how much of this am I remembering her as being better or worse than she actually was? Yeah. Can I really remember these events accurately? Can I remember these events accurately? I feel like she was a horrible bitch in this moment, but did I feel like that at the time? Am I making her out to be worse than she was, or am I making her out to be better than she was? That's I say like I tend to when I get into my like uh, spiraling of sadness. It's where she's a really good person, mm-hmm. and I wanted too much. It's something like that. Yeah. Like, that's the, the frames that yeah. did just open the hole to, uh, I, like, I do you're gonna, of... you can't appreciate anything, Andrew. <laughs> I do a lot of that, of, like, blaming, of, like, oh, she only cheated on me because I was such an asshole, and I made her, I pushed her into... And then you flip-flop, like, yeah. all day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So I basically i uh, i did the i did the worst thing, uh-huh. uh, which is I tried to hook up with her best friend <sighs> while you were together. While we were together, <sighs> let me let me just put it this way. Okay. When I met this other girl, who was her best friend? Right. By the way, she. Uh, <clears throat> I think I f- not fell in love with her. But, like, I met her eyes. Like, okay. she was like, hey, like, meet my friend. And I met her eyes, and it was like, oh, no, you're going to be a problem. This is going to be a problem. And I couldn't admit that to myself for right. like, a long time, that I was very attracted to her friend. Right. And, uh, and, this, and, and this friend is a girl that she, my girlfriend would tell me, I never want you to hang out with her, ever. Uh-huh. Right? I don't trust her. First of all, I don't trust her. Second of all, um, I, like you guys are not doing acid together because she will just touch you. Oh. <laughs> and while, while she say so this she to me, knew that there was like she has some attraction there. I guess she knew, knows, but she, I think they have a past where, oh, where something okay. like this happened. I think I'm part of a, I was a pawn. Honestly, I think I'm a pawn <laughs> in their play. Like, you know, <laughs> they're weird shit. Okay. And okay. So, uh, so I deny this love for like, Two years, right? And uh-huh. just you know, and then when I hang out with both of them, it's like torture. Yeah. Because I'm like, because I more want to talk to her friend and her right. friends, and more stuff like I am, like psychology and 
spirituality and that kind of stuff. Right. And uh, my you know ex girlfriend is not. And then flash forward two years, and then it was on her graduation day from mm-hmm. college. I was alone with her friend mm-hmm. for the first time, mm-hmm. and my brain was like, "This is the time." <laughs> This is the time to go for it. When was this? Like this how? is like uh, two months ago or three okay. months ago. Okay. So we're alone and I just grab her hand mm-hmm. and then I'm just like, I tell her like, I've liked you. I've liked you for a long time. Ooh. And then what's crazy is that she, she was sitting across from me at this table uh-huh. and her sister goes and walks the dog. Yeah. And right when her sister closes the door, I, you know, I'm like, oh, hey, I'm going to make my move. And I get up from the thing. I get closer. She doesn't even flinch. Because I'm like, the bit knows. She knows. Yeah. She's orchestrating this. And I don't think it was for a good reason. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I think it was like literally some, anyways. So, yeah, I sit down next to her and I tell her, you know, I like her. And she's like, wow, hey, haven't you told me? And I go, <laughs> and then uh and then her sister comes back the the your ex's sister or the sister of the, the, the other sister girl? of the friend comes back okay and then i'm like okay shit man i just fucking told her that i liked her and uh then for the next two weeks my girlfriend went to europe so i, was, I kept texting this other girl like to, to try to hang out but she never responded mm-hmm. and then just one day my girlfriend was like oh yeah we know we're done Ooh. And then, but it was like, <laughs> it was like so, I mean, I've talked about this as a, as a bit and I want to do it as a bit, I, but it's I, like, how does it go like that? How does it like, like, as a bit? I'm like, this can't be real. This no, it didn't it's actually happen. It's, it's totally really real. Totally real. It's so funny to me that like, like this girl is a girl who she posts like Instagram photos of like her being a succubus in a, in a witch's goblet uh-huh. going you can't tame me or I'm a misbehavior. And so I tried to fuck with this girl and it was just like, what? No, <laughs> you know, it was just so very, I mean, she's was not my fantasy. Dating her, her, it's not your fantasy. It's not your fantasy. <laughs> you know what? I would say this real life situation, not my fantasy. <laughs> How did this attempt to hook up with my, my girlfriend's best friend? How did it not go like my fantasy? <laughs> this has gone wrong <laughs> jesus christ and and guess but like this is a time in my life three months ago yeah where i was reading so much philosophy and uh-huh. so much psychology that i got to the point where i'm like i have no idea what is going on Ooh. and i don't feel part of reality at all mm-hmm. so so, um, I had, you know, I didn't, I felt like a ghost. Like, I couldn't touch anything. I, nothing I do has any, like, I, I, I'm not, um, not in a bad way, uh-huh. not in a sad way, but just in a way of, like, feeling like I can't do anything uh-huh. and that would affect anything. Right. So, feeling like that, I did that. I, 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 I uh, operated off my, I guess... Like emotions. So I'm, I, I have so many questions. So yeah. the, the the girlfriend, you didn't. She broke up with you. You didn't break up with her. In the end, no, no. Okay. Why didn't you break up with her when you were ready to to hit on the the friend? Because I didn't. I hadn't made a decision in my mind. You were hoping you could kind of skirt the line, mm-hmm. fuck with both of them. 
Yeah, I was I was hoping that because I couldn't make a decision, I just literally let my like uh, I literally let myself. I was like, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen because mm-hmm. I'm like, because I, I couldn't make a decision. I'm like, should I just break up with her and not go for the fret or not? Because I would I would not let myself believe that I was attracted to her friend. Mm-hmm. Now I can say all this, right? But I couldn't confront any of this, right? 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 So I would always convince myself I wasn't, and then when we would get together, I'd be like, "Fuck, here I am again." Right. And being in that room alone with her, like literally, my hand is just like, <laughs> you know, like it was just. And the way when she when you told her this, yeah, she's just, not surprised at all. She's not surprised. She literally just says, "Oh yeah," but she doesn't react positively. She doesn't react nope. negatively. Nope. Just very neutral. Like, oh yeah, obviously, I know you're into me. Uh-huh. And she doesn't say, like, you're my best friend's boyfriend. Get the fuck away from me. She doesn't say, yeah, I'm into she you, says, too. She says, why haven't you told me? Why haven't you told me? Have you talked to the friends at all? I know you've texted her and not gotten a response. Mm-hmm. Have you te- talked to her? Not no? since that day. Oh, man. So... Oh. Yeah, so I, I told her... Then, then two weeks later, she told my girlfriend, and then my girlfriend on a day. It was funny. So you know Harrison Tweed. Mm-hmm. We were hanging. We were at a mic, and he, and then he was like, "You should go to this other mic." And I was like, "I can't. I'm gonna hang out with my girlfriend." And he's like, "Oh, you're one of those girlfriend guys, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> that day, she texted me that we were done. Ooh. Yeah. And what I don't, what I learned from the whole thing, is that. I have to be honest with myself when yeah. I when these things happen in the future. Yeah. Um, immediately. Yeah. Because from the first day I saw her, like my soul was like, right, like so, like attracted to them to the, I would say to the point where you know, like I would do really dumb stuff for her. Right. Like I would do things. <laughs> like this is my love letter yeah. I would do dumb things <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone wants to hear I would do dumb things for you um, and yeah just like you know being more honest with myself and um, and knowing that I actually affect things like yeah. me doing that like hurt her hurt right. my girlfriend which you know I it's that thing where you know when you're you, I didn't uh, like. It's just like I felt like I couldn't affect anything. Yeah, you know, it's and it's a weird. It's just a weird comp. It's almost like a Shakespearean. Like I could write a Shakespearean thing about it. It sounds like you didn't want to be in this relationship. I, I don't think I did from the beginning. But I think. But what's weird is that I really like her. I really like her. I I, I thought we were great. We were like best friends, like uh-huh. our kind of relationship. But I the problem was I wasn't. Um, I guess I wasn't attracted to her as I could be, uh-huh. and that really fucked me up, like uh-huh. on the inside, because I'm like, "What the hell? Like, am I just gonna? Is it really that important to me? Mm-hmm. Like, is this really? Am I that shallow that this is really my hangup? Yeah, and it just ends there. Yeah, and I guess it does. Like, <laughs> I guess I, I mean, I guess it does for me, and I need to respect that side that I can't respect. Which I don't, is I don't like, know that's necessarily. Shallow. I mean, you, you need to be, it, it's not the only thing, but it's important you be physically attracted to a person. I think it is. I think it is now. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think it's like that, 
I feel like the physical attraction gives gives you the I would do dumb stuff for you. <laughs> yeah. And the other side gives you everything else, like I'll be there for you. Yeah, I mean you need you need both of them. You need it's not gonna it's not gonna last if physical attraction is all that there is. But there needs to be physical attraction. Yeah. I think there was, but like you know, I I think I just like and I'm just going through weird shit, like weird moral battles in myself, like where I'm like is it right if, like, she wears makeup? Is it right? You, well, it's, like, the fact that I like her more when she wears makeup. Oh. I'm, like, I don't like that, you know? Like, I don't, like, I haven't, I haven't come to a conclusion on that. Right. And the fact, and the fact that I haven't, it's affecting my actions. I, I think that's okay. I think it's okay to, uh, I mean, you're a human being and you're attracted to certain things and, more attracted to certain things and less attracted to other things. And that's, it's not a moral thing. It's, it's what you like and what you don't like. Maybe it's just the, 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 the battle of realizing it's, this is normal things, you know, and not, and not, and not being a weight. Right. It does not, it's, it might as well not be a weight. It's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm putting a weight on the way it is. Like, like there's the way it is and I'm gonna go, Oh my God, the way it is. (laughs) So I'm like, there's another weight on top of the already weight that's there. Right. Of like, there's, you know, there's everything about what we're, how we feel. And then I'm like, and then I take it one step further and I'm like looking at the way I feel and then feeling feelings on the way I feel. Yeah. Which is just kind of like a vortex. Yeah. I guess you just got to be more instinctual. Just go with, go with what you like and what you what your heart is telling you. You know what sucks, Danny? Huh. I'm finding out I'm not attracted to most girls. Yeah. Well, I don't. I... Are you coming out? Is that what this is? <laughs> and you know out. what? No, 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 no. Podcasters. <laughs> right, well, the thing is, like, I think part of me doesn't want to give up being really into women and really into the chase of, like, of sex mm-hmm. and relationships. But then the other side of me is just like, I just want to focus on doing comedy. Yeah. Like, totally. Yeah. And I feel like it's just a distraction. Like, for me, I feel like this is just a distraction in terms of, like, um, like, because I haven't, like, like, the, like my self-confidence, right? Like, I'm like, am I, you know, like, how, how should I, how can I interact? Like, I don't understand. But then half of me is like, I don't even want to waste my time. Right. Like, I'm going to waste my, I'm going to waste my whole night. Yeah. On a Tinder date. I've had that feeling, and maybe it's different for you, but I've had that feeling while I'm in relationships, and then as soon as I'm single, I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm bad at being single. I hate, <laughs> I hate being single. It's, I'm, I'm my best self when I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I know I'm just, I'm better mm-hmm. than I am when I'm single. Maybe I am the opposite then. Yeah. Or may, it's, it's like I have to get to the point where, I can balance a relationship because I mean I'm a, I'm come from being a, I was the only child mm-hmm. so I think that has something to do with it. You were you were an only child. Uh-huh. Now now you've got a bunch of siblings. I used to used to be an only child, yeah. you know, till that motherfucker came in <laughs> until Eric <laughs> until Eric <laughs> with his half sharing my genes. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess you do you share full genes with your siblings? fifty uh, percent. You share fifty percent of your genes. Why is it not hundred? I, I guess in theory it could be. I think they normally say 
fifty percent. It's possible it could be okay. up to a hundred, but like it's realistically, it's about fifty. Okay. Is it because like when you're God? I'm talking to God right now. Sure. Uh, <laughs> is it because God? When God puts a baby in a woman, <laughs> does he put? Is it because like uh, you can always be recessive, non-recessive? So like it's all those variations. Oh, no, it's because your your dad gives. 50% of his genes every time, your mom gives 50% of her genes every time, and the odds of it being the same 50% that you got are like one in a quintillion. Oh, shit, okay. So it's, I guess it would be possible to, to share 0% if... Well, hopefully. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to have anything to do with Greg. <laughs> if your dad gave 50% and then a totally different 50% like the other 50, that, the odds of that are also... Basically, not existing. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I didn't. I, look, I didn't know nothing of uh, sibling. Uh, I'm, I'm sibling, not a sibling scientist. scientist. I, I, this could all be wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, it's just that the, it, it's uh, it's. I I feel like I also I I I live with uh, I really don't get any alone times. So yeah. I'm trying to make time for that because I live with a roommate. Right. And not only do I live with a roommate, I live in a one room sharing. Ooh. Yeah. Also, on top of that, I have a bunk bed. <laughs> you have a bunk bed? <laughs> yes, also on top of that, we're in a bunk bed situation. Ooh. Which I will never do again. No. I will never, ever share a room again. Yeah. After this. And it's not that it's bad. It's just what I've figured out is, like, life puts so many things on you that that I need. Well, life puts so many things on me, I feel like, that I need to have some solitude and yeah. some time where I feel like I'm not being watched. Right. And, uh, I think all that built up and I was just like acting self, you know, yeah. Know, weird. It, you know, just like, I feel like I'm, I was get, I was pushed. Like, I feel like this is just something in my life where, and I'm not trying to say that I have no control mm-hmm. <laughs> and no free will, even though I kind of believe that even, <laughs> but, uh, it's like a story, you know? Like, I'm like, what can I learn from the story that just happened? Because right. it's over now. It happened. Did you bring up the fact... I would use the, the bunk beds as, like, a defense when you're talking... You're a like, bunk bed! I'm a bunk bed. Look, I, you knew I had a bunk bed. <laughs> I don't make good decisions. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a grown man who can act rationally. Look! This is a process! <laughs> yeah. And she would even say stuff like that. She's like, you're just always going to be a little boy. And, and I'm like, and I'm like, well, I do have a bunk bed. Yeah. I feel like if I was dating you, at any time I would get into an argument, I'd just be like, well, you have a bunk bed. So you're, you're wrong about this. You're definitely wrong about yeah. this. Oh, I figured out how wrong I am about it. <laughs> Your opinion is just invalid. You have a bunk bed. <laughs> I have a bunk bed. It's so funny because me and my roommate, I, I'll be in my, it'll be like, I don't know, 4 a.m. or something, mm-hmm. and a weekend or something, and we'll go to bed together, because it, it just happens like that when you have a bunk bed with another grown man. <laughs> <laughs> you just, it just sinks up. Do you ever have, like, whispered conversations? Yes, that's all we have. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just, sometimes I'll just be in the bottom, but going, hey, Dustin, we have a bunk bed. <laughs> and we just laugh. <laughs> Which is great though we save like a shit ton of money. Dustin, there's this girl in the seventh grade who's so pretty. I don't know if I should talk to her. <laughs> uh, we said, the, yeah, the good thing is we save a shit ton of money, but I was like, because uh, I never had a good job until uh, now. Yeah. Now they have a good job, 
which kind of sucks. It's like, I don't want this good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would rather have a less better job and more free time and then living. It's, it's worse living there in the, in the, uh, in a bunker situation when I have more money. Cause there's no reason for me to be doing it. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's always the way though with jobs. It's either you have a shitty part-time job where you have no money, but you have lots of free time or you get a good job and you have all this money, but then you have no time to use that money. Exactly. Like, I can't even, like, I can't even buy any more books. I can't buy any more video games. I'm literally, I'm just going to, like, save it so, like, when I move out or when I, when it happens, I can just definitely get a place. Yeah. With a, with a, my area. Or maybe you could uh, put that money towards making a Batman fan film like these kids did. Oh, yeah. With Batman Dark Descent. Is that the one who watched Dark Descent? Yeah. I don't the, remember. The, the, is Dark it Descent. Dark Descent? Batman Dark Descent? Dark Descent. Beyond the Brutality, Past the Blue... Pass the duality into the descent. <laughs> that is, uh, that's a def, that's a guide. Yeah. Let's start talking about this. I always try and tell people when they're like, eh, I don't know about your podcast. I don't like that now. Like, it's so much more than just Batman. But we do have to talk about it a little bit. Yes, of course. It's the guiding thread. Yeah, we spent half an hour talking about your relationship <laughs> and your book bed. <laughs> So it starts off with Scarecrow running. This the footage it, it gets better, but it, it looked like like almost security camera footage. <laughs> it's so it shitty. Is shitty. Yeah, it's yeah. so just grainy and like it's a like a low frame rate where people are just kind of jumpy. Where did you watch it? Or did you watch it on your computer or the TV? Um, I started I started my iPad, then I moved to the computer. Okay. I started watching it on the was, train. Well, which one was it better on? It was exactly the same. Okay, yeah. I, I started off watching it on the computer, and then I'm like, there's, there's something wrong with my computer. It's got to be. And I had to try my phone and my iPad, and I'm just like, no, it's exactly the same. Yeah, it's really... I think it's because... It must. I wonder what it looked like back then. It had to look different. Yeah. It had to look different. It had to... And it's because it's, it's those cameras. They just didn't age well, I think. I think it's that, and I think it's also... It's... These are like high school kids. They don't have access like to the best cameras of 2006. What do you think they're using? Like shoot, uh, like the the little like square cameras, like Go GoPros. So well, not mean? even like that. Not even that good. Like I wonder even what they're filming on. Like is it a video camera or is it a? I, I don't know anything about cameras. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but but so Scarecrow's running and, and Batman uh, shows up. And he beats him up and Scarecrow kind of throws some dust in his face. He starts, like, tripping out, and he's like, now you'll see all your greatest fears, and Batman's like, no, I dealt with my fears, so it's fine. <laughs> I've done all of them. Yeah, that never comes back. Nope. That, that, that plot point is just irrelevant to the... That's why it seems like it's, like, literally... I thought it was just the Dark Knight, and, like, these kids are just making the Dark Knight. Like, it, they're, it, they're, just, they're just shoving the, the Scarecrow thing out there. Yeah. I thought that it was going to be... Because this has happened, like, a bunch of times in the comics, and we watched, like, another fan film... Um, that I, I, I'm blanking on the name of it, uh, Batman Night of Halloween, uh, where it was something like this, where he gets infected with like the Joker gas, and then he thinks he's fine, but he's not, and he starts like tripping out, and having all these hallucinations, and all his enemies come, and I thought it was going to be something like that, but nope. Nope. Just, just I've conquered all my fears. Yeah, I'm fine. It's, it, it's like when you're like a little kid, and you're playing, and like one kid's like, well, I'm going to shoot you with my lasers, and you're like, no, I've got a laser-proof shield, so it's fine. I don't. I'm just negating your thing. I'm more. I'm too powerful. 
That is totally what it was. Yeah. That Batman was just like, I, like, I wonder, like, in, in terms of the character in the movie, like, like, I wonder if Batman's actually telling the truth. Yeah. I don't I, think so. I don't think, I, it, it, it's like, why, why even have that moment if it's not going to do anything? It well, they kind of got to do the, the, the scarecrow effect, which I thought it was exactly like how they do it. It's a well done effect. Yeah, um, it, it just it has no plot significance. Nothing happens as a result of this. Also, it's really funny to see uh, Batman go like swat flies, basically. Yeah, like he, <laughs> <laughs> and then two seconds later, like, no, I'm fine actually. <laughs> I faced all my fears. Yes. And just punches his way. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Uh, so he he unmasked the, the Scarecrow and roll credits. Then uh, Batman's talking to Gordon. He, he just throws Scarecrow's mask to him. And he announces that everyone is back at Arkham. He says all the murders, all the rapists, all the criminals. And he names like a whole bunch of people. Everyone is at Arkham. Mm-hmm. Batman has caught all the criminals now. In this universe, yes. Everything. Also, Arkham is... It's not just a prison. It's like an insane asylum. Like, you don't just throw all criminals into an ins- insane asylum. All the shoplifters. <laughs> all the jaywalkers. <laughs> all the copyright infringers. Is that the only prison they have? Blackgate is normally the other they one. They have a black... Oh, Blackgate. Blackgate cool. is for just normal criminals. Arkham Asylum is for crazy people. Okay. In, in, uh, do we ever see Arkham in the Nolan movies? I don't think so. Mm. I don't think it really pops up. Okay. But, but also, why is Batman telling Gordon that Joker is, uh, uh Scarecrow is at Arkham now? Shouldn't, sh- Joker, uh, Gordon's the police commissioner. He should be handling this. Batman can't just put somebody in Arkham himself. Well, yeah, is he going, how is he doing that? Is Batman just sitting there, like, filling out the paperwork to, to induct him into Arkham? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait here. Okay. Five foot five. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like he's shoving people into yeah. chimneys in Arkham or something. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> he's just dropping him into the grounds of Arkham. <laughs> and then, well, well, why is he here? What did he do? He's a criminal. Take my word for it. <laughs> I'm going to report to Gordon. Yeah. No, you can't. You mean, there's a lot of paperwork you need to fill out first. You can't just put them in the jail. <laughs> They're there. Yeah. Don't let them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's really... Batman doesn't understand that you're <laughs> yeah. the system. Yeah. How do you escape? I mean, he's not going to follow up with these criminals. He's not going to go in like the witness stand and like, testify. Like, yeah, and then he threw dust in my face, but it's okay. I conquered all my fears. <laughs> yeah, it's no... Uh, he went, he's a dangerous character. <laughs> so Batman gets ready to just grapple out that Commissioner Gordon wants him to meet tomorrow at 6 with Harvey Dent. This was another one. I didn't get why it had to be. They kind of made a big deal where uh, Batman's like, I don't work during the day. It's got to be later. And Gordon, <laughs> Gordon's like, no, it has to be at 6. <laughs> no, Gordon's not doing that voice. Gordon's like, no, it has to be at 6. And <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, no, I can't do 6. 6 is no good for me. <laughs> He's like, no, it's got to be, it's got to be six. And they're like, okay, fine, I guess it'll be at six. There's no reason it had to be at six. There's no reason. Yeah. I, I can't. And then he, yeah, keep going because we'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to it. Uh, so it cuts to to Bruce and Harvey at a party, and my God, Harvey cannot act. 
none of them are great actors, but Harvey like stands out. He's probably out. the worst. Yeah, he's so bad. He's mostly it's it's weird how he yells like in between words like yeah. that. Like he's like very. I mean, and it doesn't help that like the dialogue is bad, but it's he's not doing good with this horrible dialogue. He's just like assistant DA is what I've always wanted to be. <laughs> Regular DA, actually. <laughs> like, it's, there's only so much you can do with that line, but it's he's he's not helping. Yeah, man, he's he's not uh, not the best to be at thespian. And then there's this weird moment where he just becomes incredibly misogynistic, and they just mention that Rachel Dawes is the oh yeah is the the regular DA, and he's like, oh, but I gotta take orders from a woman. <laughs> Oh, I don't like it. It's bad. <laughs> Very clear. Yeah, Very like clear it's it just his misogyny. Misogyny is just really just <laughs> out front, and it's not disguised not, and not threatening though. Not, no, it's not threatening. She's kind of okay with it, and she's totally okay with it. And she's almost. She just seems like she kind of. Does she say anything? She, or does she kind of go? Like, she kind of just moves her head a lot. She's, like, right there when you're saying, like, I don't know how I feel about taking orders from a woman. She's like, oh, Harvey. Oh, Harvey. <laughs> you're, I'm your boss. <laughs> so you're, We're the best yeah. <laughs> uh, prosecutors we, in this town. We've got this wacky dynamic where I'm a woman and you're a misogynist, and we got to get along somehow. Yeah. It's, it's like an odd couple thing. How are they ever going to prosecute people? I don't know. She gives him orders. He refuses to take them. Oh, man. <laughs> you are a woman. Yeah. Uh, so Bruce gives him this this rare coin. It's a... They call it like an E Pluribus Gotham coin. And Oh, uh, yes. It's it 200 is, years old. Yeah. The, the, it's the, funny the, that his, his voice is almost... I would say it's the same. Yeah. Bruce's voice is the same. I, I noticed that too, where I, I thought at first like the Batman voice is so over the top, and then I, maybe this is just this guy's normal voice. In this universe, he's he has the same exact voice. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the, unless the actor was just putting on the voice for both Batman and Bruce Wayne. Oh, I think it had to be. I you think, think? No, it had to be a voice. I hope it is. I don't think that was that actor's voice. It just felt so weird to, to have him so put on a, I get he's imitating Christian Bale as Batman, but why put on the voice when you're Bruce Wayne? Uh, because, <laughs> because of, um, I just, it, that is a very odd choice, but mm -hmm. I, I, it makes sense in this, in this movie though. Because, it doesn't make sense in the movie, in the story, it just makes sense for the, how the people made it. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like he, he does the same exact voice, which but, is weird. But he gives him this, uh, this rare coin, this like silver dollar, that um, they, like you said, it was 200 years old. They, I wonder where he got that. The, where the, uh, where Bruce Wayne got it or where the... Oh, where the filmmakers got it. Because it looked like a real coin. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure you can get a silver dollar for mm. not that much, for a dollar. <laughs> for two dollars. Yeah. It's not a deal. Yeah. Uh, but they, they bring up the fact that it's a 200-year-old coin. Mm. Like, over, it's, like, they haven't minted it in 200. I, you know what, I just figured out why they they hit the um the the duality thing on the head like a lot and that's mm -hmm. got to be part of that Through 200 years old mm -hmm. he was diagnosed with two types of schizophrenia at 22 okay. two 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 hundred two hundred two hundred okay but everybody 
is like a coin expert in this. And <laughs> later on, Commissioner Gordon's like, oh, that's a neat pluribus gotham coin. They haven't made those in 200 years. He literally says that. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was Gordon. Um, and Batman's, Bruce Wayne's just like, yeah, it's a neat pluribus gotham. I know you're a coin collector. And you, you can display it at your office if you want. <laughs> uh, so Bruce, Gordon, and Dent meet on a rooftop. At, at six for no reason. Didn't have to be six. Maybe it's just like they could only film like at sunset and they had like justified. They felt like Batman wouldn't be there at sunset and they're like, we gotta give him a reason. That makes way more sense than what the story does because yeah. literally he goes like, at some point he goes, I'll never work in the day again. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've if a criminal's out there in the day, well, they, who cares? Yeah. Uh, basically, they have this meeting. There's been seven double homicides, oh, no. which sounds like Is it that should 14? be. Yeah, it sounds like it should be two faced, but it's it's the Joker. He keeps committing double homicides. They're all double homicides. Oh, there's a duality. I, I guess. But I don't why, know what it means. Yeah, I don't know why it's the Joker if he if, if they're all double homicides. But uh, he did kill two. Yeah, and he leaves a Joker card, a Joker playing card at each one, and then as they're. Uh, the commissioner, police commissioner, Batman, and the assistant DA are all meeting. And then the regular DA is just walking around. She's not present at this meeting. She's just walking around. Yeah. And then she gets, like, mugged by the Joker. Did he Did he mean to kill her? I'm not sure. It kind of didn't knows, feel though, right? like... It, it felt like it just kind of happened that he ended up killing her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised. Actually, that was my first, like, I was, I was surprised in the movie. Yeah. I didn't know he was going to kill her like that. He, like, I thought he was going to take her somewhere. I thought she was going to be a plot point. Yeah. He literally just goes, and then, like, like shoots her, like, seven times in the in the stomach. Right. I, I don't know. It felt like, like they had one of their girlfriends was willing to do it, and then she's like, no, I don't, this is dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> and I go, okay, just do this one more scene. One more scene, Just one please. more scene, and we'll kill you. And we'll kill you. Be, you don't have to be in the movie after that. Okay. Uh, but they they see her getting killed, because she's just, like, on the floor, at the ground below the rooftop they're all meeting at. She felt like she should have... She's the regular DA. She should have been at this meeting. If they had the assistant DA there. Right, you think the boss would be there. Yeah. Uh, but she's a woman. She's a woman, so... Uh, that would make uh, Harvey pretty mad. Yeah. Right? He couldn't be there. So. And you can't piss off Harvey. You've got to... <laughs> He's the most important one. He's more important <laughs> than having his boss there. Yeah, I mean, he has a silver dollar. Batman chases Joker, and he, he isn't able to catch up with him. And then there's that weird scene you mentioned where he just is crying to Alfred and just whining, like, this would never have happened during the... If it had been at night. <laughs> at night, it wouldn't have happened. From now on, I'm only catching cribbles during the night. That one's, that one's I think, a little weird. There's so many things... Well, first of all, I, I don't understand why it would have been different at night. And also, she was shot during the day. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, like... I should just have not have even tried to catch the Joker. Yeah, I, that's why I don't understand it because it wouldn't have changed what it would have happened. Yeah, so it's it's like he's just concerned with like his his statistics. What's the morality with the the night and the day? It's just like his statistics are like uh, the number of criminals I've tried to catch versus the number of ones I've succeeded in catching. This is <laughs> this is throwing up my. Numbers. I don't like the day. <laughs> yeah. he must have just fucked up in the day a lot or something. 
this is the straw that broke the camel's back. I, I wonder if we'd watched these as, because they were originally supposed to be separate fan films, and then this is like edited together. I don't understand. I They seem like a movie to me. Yeah. I don't even understand, like, where would be the ending of one of them? I, I think they'd probably edited them together, maybe added some new footage, too, to combine. To link them, maybe. I'm wondering if maybe Batman Duality was all about Two-Face, and the other one was all about the Joker. And maybe in duality, they hit the day-night thing more. And maybe it, there was some kind of justification. Okay, that makes it. sense That why there'd be some weird stuff like that. Because they, I forget there are two different movies. Yeah, I, I don't know. But they they combine them in one. And they did it. If that's if they did the two thing for everything, yeah. then that must mean something in their other movie. I, I mean, if that's what it was, whatever they took out, it made it so it didn't make any sense. Yeah. If they did a it's, shitty it was, job. It was silly. Yeah. Uh, at the, the cemetery, Dent. Also, did they get rights to go to that cemetery? They I'm did. like, who? This is not a film set. No. I was like, who are they? I was like, hey, does any, does any one mom die that we yeah. can go? I mean, it's, that's 100% what it is. It's just some, uh. I just don't know how they would get a, I feel like, uh, if I tried that in my town in Virginia, they would have caught us. I just really wonder how they film that scene. I, I mean, it's just some some rundown cemetery. I, people aren't going to be if you're just if you don't have like a whole film crew that's there for the entire day. You can film for five minutes, and nobody's really going to notice or care. Yeah, good to know because uh, I feel like I want to do that one day. <laughs> you I just do film in a cemetery. I feel like I want to film in a cemetery one day for something, like a skit or something. Yeah, there could be something. Uh, but it, it, this this is one of the weirdest. They had this character in here that felt like it was such a strange choice to make. Uh, the 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 camera guy. Do you remember this character? Oh, I don't remember. So they're at the cemetery, and uh, I guess it was just Rachel's funeral, and Gordon just kind of wanders off, and so Harvey and Bat and Bruce are talking. And um, Dent just, there's this weird looking guy with like a bowl cut just kind of standing there. And Dent starts screaming at him like, bring me a camera! Right <laughs> fucking now! <laughs> and uh -huh. the guy like runs and he grabs a camera and it just is broadcast live to the news. And, at the gravesite. Yeah. And uh, the Joker's just watching it on TV live. And, and uh, <laughs> Harvey's just like, yeah, I'm going to get the Joker. <laughs> if I have to punch him out myself, I'll do it with my bare hands. He's, so, he's such a man. Yeah. The, the character is such like an angry man. He's so angry. And then, uh, oh, the, the bowl cut guy, uh, Harvey like screams him to bring the camera. He just kind of giggles. And the guy's screaming at him. He's giggling and he runs and gets the camera. You know what? I thought he was the Joker in no makeup. I thought that too. Mm -hmm. But he's not. He's just the camera. He's just a weird camera guy. <laughs> I, I, I really thought he was a villain. Yeah. Uh, so he he promises to bring down the Joker, and then he just he just kind of decides that they're probably not filming anymore. And he just starts talking to Bruce, mm -hmm. and the camera guy's like, "Do you want me to start stop filming?" Or he's like, "What? You're still filming?" He tries to punch out the camera guy like on camera. And Bruce has to stop him from, from doing this. This is an angry guy, dude. He's got a lot of anger. He's so much anger. Yeah. 
He was abused. He was abused. And and when we say abused, we mean he was hit. Yeah. It was. It's very one to one. Everything's very one to one. Yeah. Which is. And they there's no subtlety about the fact that no he's. Subtlety. When we say he was abused, we know this because they tell us this very clearly. Yes. In so in the next scene, they tell us yep. this. He he goes home and he starts making spaghetti and. He's, <laughs> and the spaghetti. He's just mumbling about how his dad is too hard. <laughs> He's like, oh, why was my dad so hard on me? <laughs> I just get so Why did my dad keep hitting me as a child? I am saying this out loud. I've got a lot of anger about the fact that my dad beat me. <laughs> also, uh, I'm going to make spaghetti. <laughs> yes, I'm going to make spaghetti now. And he's just making spaghetti. And then uh, the, the Joker's just waiting for him there on the couch. He just kind of turns on the light and he's there. So was he watching the the grave site thing at Harvey's house? That's a good question. I don't know. I thought he was. I like that interpretation. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it could be. Because I know in the, because he does have his weird home base. Because he has like that static TV. Yeah. I don't know. I like the idea that he was kind of hanging out at Harvey's house for a while. Yeah. That makes, that's creepy to me. Yeah. That's like, uh, just like chilling. Like yeah. he's got his feet on the, the, the sofa. Did you ever read uh, Helter Skelter? Did he read it? No, did you ever read it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, this character read <laughs> Helter Skelter? Uh, I haven't. Uh, is that the DeBio by for it's the like about the Manson family? Yeah, and they, I haven't read that yet. It's really good. Uh, they did this thing though, the Manson family, that is almost creepier than the killings to me. Oh, what is it? Where like before they killed anybody, like in preparation for this. They would just go to people's homes at night, and they'd like open a window, like uh, like cut open their their window screen, and like open up the window and climb inside, and not kill anyone, not take anything, just kind of wander around their houses and just crawl around, just just to like practice breaking into houses and just to be weird, creepy fucks. Oh my god! And then they just leave without the person waking up. They didn't oh. take anything. There's no sign that they were there except the window screens were cut. And people would, like, discover these later and be like, what What happened to my window screen? And years later, they realized, like, oh, my God, that was, I was, like, right in that area. And I had the window screen. They were in my house. They are just walking around in yeah. the shadows. And they could have killed me, and they didn't do that. And I didn't know this was going on. Whoa. How creepy is that? that I mean, that, that, the, the, to me, like, someone, uh, Using someone to feel that yeah. is, the pre- is the horriblest part. It's like you're the one cutting it and, and stepping in and like just to feel that feeling of what it feels like. Yeah. It's like, I can't believe, like to do that to those people is just like. And like, it, it, it just makes you wonder, like I, sometimes you hear, uh, uh, just sometimes I, I wonder like how, how many times have I been really close to something like something happened where like I almost fucked with somebody who was crazy or I almost did something where I would have ended up getting killed or something and I had no idea that I did that. To me it was just a normal day and I didn't, didn't realize that. that if I'd stepped one foot to the left I would have gotten shot. Wow. How many times I do you feel like you any you have any of that? I I don't know. I don't I'm not have aware you, have of it. Have you ever discovered a slit? <laughs> no, I never have. <sighs> but uh no, I can't think of any times I'm I'm aware of that happening, but 
It's, it, it's had to have happened to a lot of us. Yeah. Like, it has to be true. Because it's crazy people. You know, there was one guy, I don't know if this would have affected me, but there was a guy I, I worked with uh, who I found out a few years later. He was arrested for uh, multiple counts of of rape and attempted kidnapping. He tried to kidnap multiple women and like put like a bag over their head and like abducted them or tried to abduct them. And this was like a guy I worked with like every day. And I think the first one was like before. How did you know him? I thought I knew him fairly well, but apparently I didn't. And this, this hadn't started happening like before I met him. So this was going on. He was, there was this whole side of him that I had no idea about. Wow. Was this in uh, Virginia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was back in Virginia. This was when I worked for the, the court system. This guy was a probation officer. Okay. Damn. Yeah. And I just found that out. This is, I thought I knew who this guy was, and he was this crazy person. Yeah. Did, did he... He was uh, this monster. How long did he go away for? I'm not sure. Uh, I just saw like the, the news reports about it, and the last time I checked, the, it hadn't gone to trial yet, but it's... They, but they have DNA, they have fingerprints, they have witnesses. There's, like he it's, definitely did it. it. 100%. I always wonder, like, what makes people, and this is why I love the Batman stuff. It's yeah. like, what makes people, like, say, I'm going to make this a reality? Yeah. And I and I wonder if it's that shit where, like, me talking to that girl, <laughs> like, you know, it's like you just get to this point where you're like, you know, can I affect anything? And then yeah. you want to, you want to feel you affect this world like in a real way and I wonder if that like you know that's where we all could that, that is a portal right you know like everybody it's, has mm-hmm. like an I- ideas in their head that maybe not as bad as rape or murder or something but they have an idea in their head like oh I would kind of like to, to to steal that thing to shoplift that thing mm-hmm. and then there's something that says like no it's not I in my head that would be great It'd be in my head. It'd be so cool if I robbed a bank and it'd be badass. Like, oh, I bet I could get away with it, and I have all this <laughs> money. And then you're like, no, I couldn't. I, it's not something I'm gonna do. And and we live in a weird. We live in a time where we experience, we see emotions and see what they look like before we experience them. Mm-hmm. In that we grew up with a bunch of movies, yeah, and and uh, video games and stuff. So we yeah. got to do things before we actually did them. Yeah, and. Uh, that is, I think that adds to your curiosity of like the possibilities that's open to you. Yeah. But I, I, I wonder where the, I don't care what this world does to me if I get caught or something. Yeah. Or maybe or do you even think about that. Maybe it's, you don't think about it that or you believe you won't get caught. Yeah. Like I wonder if uh, Charlie Manson thought he would get caught. Yeah. Like, or did he care? But I mean, for most people it's, it's. Maybe it's like a, a, a stat, uh, like a series of kind of like rationalizations. Like you don't just out of the blue just go up and, and murder like a random person. Like it's it's something that you oh, it's totally like makes sense to them in their head. Yeah, or like it, it's like a little thing. Like you you do something that's a little bit bad, and you're like oh it's not so bad. I can I can do that, and it it keeps stepping up. Like you you break into the houses and walk around, and like once you've said like okay I've done this thing. You know, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. That, it wasn't that awful. That it wasn't scary. It wasn't as scary as I thought. Yeah, it I thought maybe it would be evil and wrong to break <laughs> in these houses. But you know what? That's I can do that. 
And then like you push it like, a little bit further, you're like, you know, maybe I could I could steal from yeah. these houses. Let's try maybe stealing could, now. And then oh, know, nothing went wrong. Yeah. And then once you kill one person, it's like, well, I've already killed one person and I, I got away with it. Was and, it maybe I'll kill another? And get and, and what's crazy about that is I saw Lawrence of Arabia. Have you seen that movie? I haven't. Uh, it's just like old classic. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, familiar with it. I, yeah. In a part of it, he kills a guy for the first time. Uh-huh. And he says, and this like gave me like snake, my snake chills. Yeah. Like it, it, it unlocked the snake in me. Yeah. Where he's like, he tells his other, he goes back to, so he goes in the desert. He, he starts becoming this brother of all the tribes, basically this new like initiate. Uh-huh. And then he has to kill someone. And then he goes back to his, uh, he's like European. He goes back to his garrison in Cairo. Uh-huh. And he's like, what, he has this crazy stare on his face. He's like, when I killed someone, something happened that I didn't like. And, and the general's like, oh, it's only natural, you know, to feel. He's like, no, 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 I enjoyed it. Ooh. And that's, and I bet that's actually probably the, the actual truth. Yeah. Is that we probably have that in us where, the, like, when we go to war and, and all these yeah. things where, like, we're, we're, we don't kill each other. <laughs> we yeah. don't usually kill each other. But I bet when we do and when we're forced to, there's something in us that almost like when horrible things are happening in, the, in life, yeah. there's a little bit of us that like that the horrible thing's happening because there's like some kind of, there's new meaning. Yeah. There's like this thing to attach to. Yeah. Like if you're going like as bad, like I saw the video of the car uh, crashing into those protesters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the guy's like, oh my God, oh my God, they, they just did a lot of people are hurt. Oh, and then he's like getting different angles and shit. And I'm like, this guy is as sad as, you know what I mean? As like, as horrible as the situation is, this yeah. guy is filming this, but he's kind of glad in a sick way, I yeah. think in a, in a Joker-like way, right? <laughs> that there's something to report. There's something for him, there's, you know, there's something for him to do. Which is to go like, oh, this is horrible. Look, look at here. Oh my God, so many people are hurt. And he's just like saying this. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that he's bad or anything. I'm just, um, I think it's so, these stories of like, and like psychotic characters and Batman and I all mean, there these is things, a, there's such a realness to it. It's so cool. Yeah. I mean, there's something about us that's in all of us that's fascinated by, by violence and by death. I mean, people used to 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 go out to hangings and to battles and they bring like a picnic and this was wow. like a like a public spectacle and yeah. we, we don't see and then we go look at that it's a criminal yeah and then we feel good <laughs> and, and now it's uh we're not quite that bad but you still have horror movies where the whole movie is just about watching people die yeah simulation simulated violence there's still uh violent video games there's still mm-hmm. Uh, people were fascinated by by true crime. I'm fascinated by true yeah. crime. I'm not above that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the new that I think that's is what we're building towards as a, like a consciousness thing uh-huh. of like um, that the all the bad in us is something not you know it's also like it's not that I'm a, I'm a better person if I don't believe I'm not a murderer or I'm not capable of being a murderer. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we the only thing that we could. That's the only next step. It's like, are we done here? We're, <laughs> it's like, it's either that or we're all done. Okay, yeah. we're all set in our ways. That's great. You know what scares me sometimes is like yeah. the idea of, um, like, what if our morality, not as a, a civilization, but like personally, 
like individual, yeah. our, our morality like kind of erodes over the course of our lives and as you justify more and more things. And like, I remember being like a little kid yeah. and like the first time I ever told a lie, mm-hmm. it was like a huge deal to me. And I was just racked with guilt about this. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't over anything big. It was something dumb. It was like my mom said, like, hey, did you take a bath? And, yeah, I already took a bath. And I was just racked with guilt. Yeah. And I remember being able to, like, count on my hands, like, the number of times I'd, I'd told a lie and being, like, going over these and being just obsessed with, I had lied about this thing and this thing and this. And now I... I'm not lying about huge things, but I, I tell white lies. I tell, I say, oh, I, I can't make it to that thing. I'm busy. And I don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I, I guess it's, uh, I mean, there's, I guess you gotta do it to some extent as part of, um, like the world just as the older you get, the more complicated things become and like it it really was true when we were kids we didn't know anything yeah we really didn't but it's (laughs) it's very it seems when you're five Mm -hmm. it seems very easy to say these are the good things these are the bad things they're they're good people there's bad people they're very clearly distinguished yes and the older you get the less clear those lines are Mm -hmm. and the more of like well this is a bad thing unless maybe it's sometimes it's this or it could be that guy is a bad guy but he did these things he did something good you know but he has to go to jail though like there's this uh this video online of like uh like a home movie of hitler Mm -hmm. and he's like kind of flirting with ava ava braun and being kind of flirtatious and playful and sweet mm-hmm. and it's so disturbing because you don't want to think of hitler like that you want to think of it being yeah. a monster all the time 24 7 and a lot of the time he was just a normal guy what i mean <clears throat> this is how i andrew Pabone, this is how i find truth yeah i go what is harder to believe what's actually more difficult to believe that's probably the truth yeah and um yeah, the horror. What's more horrifying? Yeah, it's that Hitler is a totally normal human being yeah. that just uh, did thought did what he thought was right. Yeah, that is the most horrible thought. I, I had this bit. I could never quite find a way to make this work, but the the idea is that just all the worst people, uh, like the things you associate them with, that were so horrible. Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't eating people twenty four seven. Most of the time, he's helping out at the soup kitchens. Yeah, well, he wasn't doing that. Most of the time, he's just doing normal shit. Right. Most of the time, he's just going mm-hmm. to the grocery store and and he's wiping his ass and he's just doing things. Staring always. at staring at the wall. Yeah, and watching TV or something. Like, yeah. The really horrible things he did. It was like three percent of his life. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, he was just doing things everybody does. Mm-hmm. We classify him by the three percent. Yeah, yeah, which I mean, rightfully so. But yes, the 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 idea that we're all 3% away from being a monster. It, yeah, the percentage away, it, it doesn't have to be a lot. Yeah. It just, it's just literally, maybe it's 1%. Yeah. It, like that, uh, who was that, that swimmer guy? Brock, Brock Turner? Yeah, Brock Turner. Like the, um, the, the rationalization his dad put forward that it's, he shouldn't be, have his life ruined for 20 minutes of action. Yeah. Like 20 minutes can, you can, do a lot of damage in twenty minutes. Twenty minutes—it's it's like an—it's an eternity when you're when you're doing that. Yeah, to, to people. Twenty minutes can can destroy a life, can take a life, can can. 
it's not, but there's something horrifying about in, you could be a saint and then 20 minutes later, you're a monster. 20 minutes. No matter how good you are, you could destroy everything Everything. in 20 minutes. We have to make something based on that. (laughs) Not that Brock Turner was a great guy before. I'm sure he was a monster. (laughs) Oh, a free monster. (laughs) I don't want to come off like I'm defending him. No, I think this is, I think that people need to, uh, you know, you got to face the consequences of your actions. Yeah. But I think it's when we see someone like Brock Turner do that, right? Right. Now I have new information. So what am I going to do with this information? What am I going to do with knowing that this guy did this and, like, you know, you know, only you're only 2% away from me. That's great. I've never even thought about that. Yeah. I've never even thought about, like, am I, I'm only 2%. The 2% of me that's evil, if I act on it, right? Right. That's my whole, I guess that's your whole um, people, people's uh, relationship to you yeah. becomes um, tainted forever. Yeah. And I wonder what, I wondered what happens inside of like Brock Turner or inside of these yeah. people. But, um, but, but there's yeah. so many things that we all, no matter how good your life has been up to this point, it it could change. You could still ruin your life at any moment. I think that's how you have to go forward. Yeah. Because if you don't go forward, I feel like you'll unconsciously accidentally end up in jail one day. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing, no amount of good you do puts you at a point where like you can't ruin it all in 20 minutes. I would never. <laughs> I would never do that unless, because I, I, it's weird because if you think, man, it's just, it's one of those weird things. It's just... I, I mean, it's like that. Yeah, think about these things. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. It's like that, uh, the guy I worked with who I thought that he was this great guy and then I, no matter how great I thought about him, that, that one thing changes everything about him. It's, I'm not able to look at that guy the same way and the same would be true if that had been my dad or something. And my dad's wonderful. I love my dad. But there's absolutely things that if I were to find them out to be true about my dad, mm-hmm. that's ruins who I think of my dad as. Do you think you're at the point where you could overcome that? Um, or do you kind of, do you compartmentalize it more? I, I think it would depend exactly what it was. There's certain <laughs> things that I don't think I could overcome. I, I think if, um, yeah, no, there, there's things I don't think I could, I could. Because sometimes certain... I think like, what good is our hate for 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 someone who does a bad thing? Like, it's great that they're in prison, but what what does our hate of it do? Like, it doesn't stop anything from happening. Yeah. Which which I would like to figure out a better way to, because I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to think of a better way. It's it's weird. I just feel like we live in a time where we, we we're like these bad these are bad things that are happening. This is bad. Yeah. And then it's nothing. You know, there's no we're smart, but there's no solution. Yeah. I, I've uh, I've had that kind of a similar thought, right? Sometimes if if somebody has uh, has done something to to even not even to the world, to, to me personally. Someone is someone I know has, has done something that hurt me and they say like well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I did this thing and it was terrible, but I, you know, it's over and done. I'm like, well, it's 
yeah, but I'm still angry. I'm not, it's not over and done to me. I'm still, yeah. And, and they're like, well, I mean, what am I going to do? How can I make it up? I'm like, I don't think you can make it up. I think I'm just angry now. Yeah. I don't think I can just move past. Wait, ha- what happens when you get past it? Do you realize you haven't been thinking about it for a long time? Or like, what's it like when you kind of get over these things? I, I think so. Yeah, I think that they're, um, once it, it stops, like, it'll, I'll start realizing I'm thinking about it less and less. And, uh, like, really significant things, sometimes I'll, I'll just not be able to stop thinking about it for a long time. Then one day I'll realize, like, oh, I went a whole day and I didn't, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And then once I've hit that point, I'm like, okay, it's, I'm kind of starting to, to be over this. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's just weird how we will hate someone from, you know, someone we'll never meet because we have the ability with the internet yeah. to, like, hate people we'll ne- never are going to be in our lives. Right. I don't think that's, I don't think that's healthy. Yeah. You feel like a very personal relationship with a lot of people, and you have to remind yourself sometimes that I, these are not people I know. These are people who have no relationship with me. If you ever meet like a celebrity and there's a part of you that is like, oh my God, they're the guy I always see on the TV, and they and you want to go up and like, oh, they don't know me though. Like, this is a very one-sided relationship. And you feel like you know them. Yeah. Like they're, I know who this person is. Yeah. They're my friend. I know everything about this person. I've yeah. spent so much time. They they consume so much of my thoughts, mm-hmm. and I, I've spent all this energy on them and connected. They've meant so much to me. And they have no idea who I am. I'm no different than any other stranger to them. And they, and they must feel exactly like how, I guess, how we would feel if we we were in that situation. Which is, which is, I bet you've had people that you don't really connect with or like, like you sure. before. Yeah. And, we, and you know how that feels. Yeah. That's feels exactly weird. probably how that feels. Yeah. It's like I don't want to be rude to them, and I. I Sometimes doing uh, stand-up, you, you get people like that. There have been a... I'm not big enough that I really have fans or anything, but there, there's been some people who really kind of latched on to me yeah. in a way that didn't feel super comfortable for me. Yeah, I've had that too. And, uh, like, I had one guy who saw me after... Uh, saw me at a show, and he Facebook-friended me, and was like messaging me all this stuff about oh you're so funny you're so great and I'm like oh thank you very much I, I really appreciate it. it feels great to to hear that mm-hmm. it's like oh I really want to start doing stand up where where can I do it and I I'm like okay uh, in this area that we are here's like a couple of spots I go check them out and then he, he just wanted to keep it going he's like well is this one a good area I'm like I, I don't know dude. <laughs> you gotta you, you got to figure this out for yourself. Yeah, at some point. And, and the stand-up thing is like such a desert of, uh, you yeah. know, of like, who knows how long that mic's gonna be around? Yeah. It could be around for two weeks. And and, and and like at some point, I'm like, I'm I'm not your friend. I yeah. I gave you the basic information. Yeah. You you do with it what you will do with it. And then he started sending me all these like weird Jesus memes, and oh, no. I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to say with this. I don't. Are you trying to convert me? Is that what this... Yeah, man. I, I, also, Jesus. I don't know what you're going for. And then he started sending me other memes. I just stopped responding. And he's like, oh, I guess uh, I guess you didn't think they're funny? You think they're funny <laughs> oh, my then? God, no, he said that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know oh, what to man, do. Oh, man, way to put the fucking pressure pieces on you. Yeah. Damn. I, I don't know you. 
I, I think I've met you once for two minutes. Yeah. We're not friends. I don't. That I, I found in my life that relationship that it happens with all people is the is one of the worst. Uh-huh. It's so messy because it's a person that's like admiring another person. Yeah, and probably he can have friends around him, but it's like two different. It's like it's like this is not this is like not supposed to happen. Yeah, like this is it's not that uh, it's I don't know I feel like that's a very it's like a human nature thing. It's like I just do not feel you at all. Yeah, it, it's like there's uh, I guess this is. This is true of celebrity too, yeah. uh, where it's it's just a weird imbalance of like their friends are supposed to be on very equal ground, like you're supposed to like each other the same amount, yeah. And to have somebody like you much more than you like them just feels weird, and it it, it feels weird, and get, and it's what we all want too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I feel like it's. You shouldn't like me that much. I'm not doing anything to deserve you liking me this much. Yeah. I, we're, I, we haven't hung out. I don't, I haven't said anything to you or been nice to you. We haven't gotten along. Like, I, I don't deserve you liking me like this. Mm-hmm. And it, unless she's a really pretty girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I guess that's how. See, that, that, it's so messy, right? It's just the messiest thing. I guess that's the same feeling as that girls, like some guy just starts hitting on them like way too hard right off the bat. Yeah. And like, who, who are well, we you? We talked you... about Naruto. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, it's like, I guess that is kind of a similar feeling. It's like a guy just walking up like, hey, you want to fuck me? She's like, who are you? What is, what's going on? I don't know you at all. Yeah. We haven't, we don't have this kind of a relationship where we're, we got to talk and maybe we could establish, probably not because you're the kind of guy <laughs> who just walks up, up right and now. says, yeah. Hey, uh, why don't you fuck me? Yeah. <laughs> but if you talk to me, maybe we could have reached that point. Oh, God. I, uh, yeah. I don't, uh. Are you at the point yet where you're starting to, I guess two weeks is very, very fresh. I I I feel like uh, no, I'm not at the point where I'm I I'm very much I think in love with this image I have of my ex girlfriend right now where she was just like we'll make best friends but uh, I think once that kind of dies and I deal with it in my own way Uh I did buy a bunch of like really cool clothes though (laughs) I bought some pants I bought some new shoes I bought some new shirts oh man I want to start thinking about my my dress more Uh because I've I've actually uh, become less attached to my body (laughs) in that I don't care anymore I don't care um, uh, I don't care about like is this shirt does this shirt um, lie about who I am Mm -hmm. you know like I used to really I used to be so about like for any women who are listening Andrew is incredibly handsome incredibly (laughs) Um, very 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 tall very tall (laughs) six six uh, my way appropriate amount pounds with all muscle yeah He's got, like... I have a bunk bed. <laughs> yeah. I guess the bunk bed thing ruins any, any chance. It's, I can't... I have to meet the right woman who loves me. I can't meet any... You know, I can oh, only meet love. There's uh, the a, bunk bed. a friend... I've got, maybe I should... No, I'm just going to say this. He's not going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I won't name him. But I've got a friend who... Uh, he, he's my age, and he doesn't really have any experience with women to speak of. Um, and I've tried to, to push him and I've tried to give him advice and 
I, I'm always telling them, like, dude, there's all these things you're you're doing that are just such roadblocks. You're throwing up in your own way. Things that are very fixable. Yeah. That you're just like he uh, he's 29 and he still uh, lived with his he's still living with his parents and he could afford to move out. Not only could he afford, he he owned a condo that he was like renting out. <laughs> and I do why you you could move out and you're just not and that's it's one thing to not to live with your parents if that's all you can afford but if it's a major red flag for women and you're just throwing that in there for no reason Teddy, what did he say like to combat that he's like well but it's like expensive and like the people are just renting out this condo so i'm like making money off of it and like yeah but it's it's a huge red flag. No woman wants to go back to your parents' place. Oh, God, man. Just those words, like a spell of yeah. grossness. Like, and he finally moved out. And I'm like, oh, that's so great. You moved out. Yeah. That's great. This is going to be so much. He's like, yeah, now I'm living next door to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's weirder. That's weird. That's worse than living with your parents. That's living now with... Now you chose yes. to spend money that's right there. living with your parents and paying rent. That's just... Oh, God, it is, yeah. Yeah. Oof. So, I, I don't know what... It's like I, a Ray Romano situation, but yeah, not... Yeah, But, you know, the TV show. <laughs> and there's... I, I'm not some... I, I'm not great at getting women, but, like, there's some things that you just... I feel like it's an important thing for for a guy to know not how to like get women but like to to learn what it is to be confident but to not be a false confidence what would you if, if you that's could, what i want to learn if you could go back like uh yourself in high school yes and your high school self is like what do i need to know about women you're you're much older you're 10 years older how much older what would you say to them i would say There's literally no reason to be nervous. Yeah. Uh, um, um, yeah, and that's pretty much yeah. what I would. Say. It's it's all it's it's all about just confidence, and the only difference between you and someone who has confidence is that they have confidence. They're, we're all just making it up. Yeah. We're all. If you just say that you're confident, then you are confident. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're not, anyone who's confident is not, they're not actually better than you or smarter than you or anything else. They just believe that they are great. And if you just say you're great, then you're great. Yeah. I mean, and it's one of those things. I, and then I would tell him, it's all right to feel great. I'd also tell myself, eh, none of this matters. N nothing matters. <laughs> so don't, don't give a shit of anything. I, when I was uh, single the, the last time, um, I, that was such like a revelation of just because when I was younger and I was single, I, I think I would put so much stake on every woman I was interested in. Yeah. And I would just fall in love with them without ever having asked them on a date or nothing would have happened. And I would just have so much invested in it that I would be afraid to make a move because if I made a move, then there was risk and they could say no. And then this whole illusion falls apart yeah and so i just would never make a move and nothing would happen 
that is what I've, I've being in a relationship for two years has, has actually has brought me back in that cocoon. Yeah. I mean, I've only been, again, it's only been two weeks, but it feels like forever. Um, I'm not confident with women. I feel like exactly like that. Yeah. Exactly like that. And I have to remember all these things. Well, once I started dating again, I just said like, I, I just don't give a shit about any of this. I, I'm going to go out with this woman. I don't give a shit if she likes me. Mm. I'm just going to talk. And mm. if it goes well, that's fine. If it doesn't go well, I that's also fine. I don't, I don't give a shit if she fucks me. Yeah, because you can't. Because like, what do you? Do? You're literally like having storylines in your head while you're talking. Yeah, if you're, if you're concerned. I'm about just gonna go hang out with this woman, and my goal is to have a nice evening. I don't, I don't know or care if that means sex or that there'll be another date or that anything will happen beyond just. I want to enjoy myself tonight. That's my whole goal. Yeah, and then and then you have some self-respect for yourself because if you're not enjoying yourself, you don't have to continue it too yeah. because I used to I it's like if any woman showed me attention, it's like you're the one. Yes. Oh my god, yes. And learning that it's okay if I'm not attracted to a woman was like a big re- revelation for me. That is what I'm doing now. Now that's going to be the new thing. Of yeah. like just because uh, someone shows me a attention i don't have to date them nor do i have to even pursue anything yeah i there's a woman uh i went out with the last time i was single Mm -hmm. where we went on a first date and it was like it it was okay it wasn't amazing but it wasn't it wasn't bad Mm -hmm. and then so i asked her out again we went on a second date and it was again it was not not bad but it wasn't i didn't i wasn't blown away it wasn't like a uh i kind of was thinking to myself the whole time like if there's no third date, I, I'm fine with that. I don't know that I really need to see her again. Yeah. And then, so at the end of the date, I just kind of decided, like, I'm not going to kiss her goodnight. I'm just going to walk away. And that felt just so weird to me to, like, to have made the decision, like, I'm not going to try for a third date. I don't want a third date. Yeah. I don't want to waste my time with somebody who I'm not, like, passionate about. Uh-huh. I feel like that's that weird things where maybe our, that's our emotions versus what we want to do. Uh-huh. It's like the emotions are, like... No, 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 you gotta get laid, you gotta get laid. Yeah. And then we're like, but I don't want to. And there's like a, a, a confidence thing where it's like if, I I always used to think if if I don't take this as far as I can, I'm never going to get another woman. That too. So I got to just latch And it feels her. so real that you won't. Yeah. It feels so real. You make up every reason in your mind. You're like, well, this is why. Yeah. This is why. And it's totally like hard math. Yeah. And there's another Proof one where it's kind of like the, the reverse of like, she was like objectively very, very attractive, mm-hmm. but she just kind of wasn't really my type. Yeah. Um, of like person? It, like like physically. Like she okay. was, like if, uh, if you are comparing to like fashion models or something, she was like, like by that definition, she's very attractive, but she was tall and, and blonde and uh, very thin and which I just don't, that's just not who I go for. I really prefer uh, shorter women. I like uh, uh, brunettes a lot. And um, and, I just, and we just didn't have What that. an odd thing that your brain knows. Like, this person is <laughs> compute, like the equation yeah. is attractive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, though you're not attractive. But she was, uh, and we didn't have that much in common. She was fine, but we didn't have a ton in common. Mm-hmm. And um, we went on like a few dates and I just felt so much like, she's so conventionally attractive like i i have to go out with her she's very attractive and i can't 
and then she eventually stopped texting me back and it was almost like a relief i'm like oh thank god i don't have to keep this up anymore <laughs> oh keeping it yeah yeah i i don't keeping i don't really want act. to keep dating her but i can't stop as long as, <laughs> stop. as long as she's willing to date me i can't be the one to break this off she's better looking than i am yes yeah I bet that happens so much with guys that they'll settle down. And I think this is where, like, where the myths of like uh, succubuses come from and the uh-huh. myths of uh, what are those mermaids uh, that I think mermaids. mermaids sirens sirens, sirens. Okay. I think that's where that comes from of like you're gonna you're going to agree to serve this woman that you don't even really actually like but it's part of you half of you right yeah. half of you really likes her yeah that's the mermaid thing. There's, um, I forget who did this joke. I, I, it's, I, I bring up, I always want to attribute jokes when I talk about it on the show and I, I, I feel bad that I can't, I think it's a guy who's at our level. Maybe he's not, maybe he's a famous guy. Uh, but, but he has some bit about, uh, how dating is like, like playing blackjack mm-hmm. and it's like really obvious that when you hit like, when you get like 19, you don't, you don't hit on 19, obviously. And you've got like this perfect woman. You don't, uh, you don't try and get anything else. And if everyone knows if you have a seven, you are going to hit on a seven. Of course, if you have got this woman who's <laughs> awful, of course you're going to try for something better. The tricky part is when you get a sixteen, and it's like, ooh, she's <laughs> she's good. She could be better. Oh, but I don't. If, can I get someone better than this? Yeah. I don't know. Ooh, if I, that's a hard uh, one, man. Oh, maybe I can't. Maybe I can't. Oh, uh. The 16. The 16. 16 is tough. And, and, and it, yeah, there's so much that goes into it. There's so much, like, it's like, because you have to value yourself, too. And yeah. then I think that's, to me, that's the harder part. Yeah. My, my, uh, last ex was kind of like, she was kind of a 16. And, like, I, I didn't really want to admit this at the time when we were dating, but, uh, after we broke up, I realized like there was just so many, so many things I didn't like about her, and I just kind of like settled for them because she was a sixteen. I'm like, I don't think I can do better than her. Yeah. And I guess I I'll get, I just gotta lock this down and be with her. Right. What a horrible feeling to go forward for the rest of your life. Yeah. I guess. I, right. It's, like I, it, it's a terrible feeling. I hate this about her, and this about her, and this about her. We don't dis- we don't agree about this, and we our taste and this are totally different. But I guess I can look past that. I guess I gotta. No, man. Yeah. I, when you're saying that to me, that like that's how I feel. I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't do with anything. Yeah. I don't want to do. It. I can't. Well, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then when I started, because that's not the truth. I, I don't want to. I started when I started dating again after her. I, I, yeah. I just so wanted to be in a relationship. I was so, it, I had to fight the urge to, to just go with anybody. I had to fight because my first instinct was like, yeah, except for these twelve things, she's great. I can, <laughs> I can, except for her looks and her personality and her taste in music and her politics and the way she laughs. Oh, except for all those things, I'm in love with her. I can just confess all that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of love. Uh, Batman looks lovingly at the picture of Rachel. This is a Batman podcast. We, <laughs> we gotta talk about this a little. We like burn through the other three pages of notes. I, had. <laughs> I took I mo I did notes too. I forgot my notebook though. That's fine. That's fine. 
Nobody would have known that if you hadn't been I, I'm sorry I failed you. Uh, he looks lovingly at this picture of, of Rachel when he sees the bat signal. And uh, so he, he goes, uh, Gordon tells Batman that Dent is missing, and Batman suspects the Joker because of this evidence he just stole from Rachel's crime scene. He just stole like, a playing card that a Joker just said, like, I'm going to kill the other one too. Yeah, he didn't. He never told Gordon that. Yeah. I, I was yeah. like... I thought Gordon was going to be like, yeah, why didn't you show me that? Yeah, exactly. You're just stealing evidence now. <laughs> yeah. It's not like this was a real subtle clue. Like, it's it's pretty clear that he was going to go under death. Yeah. Yeah. Ben's like, what could this possibly mean? <laughs> I, I better just not tell anyone. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, uh, Dent starts stabbing one side of the coin and cutting himself up, and he renames himself Two-Face. Batman and Gordon go to the Dent house to investigate, and there's no body. They think he's dead, but there's no body. Um, Joker just kind of monologues to himself about, where does the bat sing- signal come from? That goes nowhere. I thought that was going to be like the plot of part two. It doesn't... I think about it, it kind of goes somewhere. I guess that scene goes somewhere. That whole scene goes somewhere. It just felt like he... It, it's a spotlight. Like, it's pretty <laughs> easy to figure out where it's coming huh. from. It's not a secret. Yeah, it literally, you could trace where it goes. Yeah, you can just look yeah, up there, the sky. There like, goes. Oh, there's <laughs> a beam of light that goes back to that boat. Oh, it's that boat. Right oh, there. look at that. Yeah. It's it's never been a mystery where the bat symbol is going It's not a mystery of the series. So that's the end of part one. In part two... Harvey looks up Richard Dent in the phone book, uh, and he goes to Richard Dent's house. He flips the coin. It comes up scarred, and this is his dad. He shoots his dad with two guns. Batman runs around some rooftops. They fight. This dual pistol. Yeah. Dent. (laughs) This is all in the suburbs. Batman in the suburbs looks weird. Batman running around a suburban rooftops. Yeah. (laughs) Batman feels that like he needs to be in the city. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah, he needs to be like a grappling hooks and yeah. tall buildings around him. It's it, another comic I can't remember has a bit about like Spider Man can only be in New York City. He can't have Spider Man in like Kansas, just like swinging from corn stalks. And he's got to <laughs> be in the city. Holes. Yeah. yeah, Batman has to be in the city or else it doesn't work. Did you see Sp- the new Spider Man? I haven't seen it yet. They kind of oh, do they? mess with that a little bit. I, I've heard good things. I want to see it. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, so then they fight. Batman goes back to Gordon. Gordon is weirdly skeptical of the fact that Harvey's still alive. Yeah, he does not want to believe it at all. Yeah. That, Gordon's just like, oh, so uh, there's been a... Uh, another, You're telling me! There's been another <laughs> murder. Uh, Joker's killed... Uh, uh, Harvey Dent's dad that's weird he didn't leave a Joker playing guard at the scene this time and Batman's like no it was Harvey did it I, I saw him do it yeah, and Gordon's it. like no no that's not possible Harvey is dead <laughs> and I was like no we didn't find a body I saw his face is scarred up it was Harvey Gordon's like no I don't that doesn't add up he was killed we found a playing card he's dead No, I promise you, I saw Harvey. (laughs) I saw him do this. I witnessed this crime. (laughs) I literally was there. Yeah. Uh, And then this is the scene where they just have that awful exchange. His face was burned away as if by acid. Yes, or an extremely hot water from a cooking pot. (laughs) One or the other. Yeah. Uh, Then I guess this is the reason why Joker had to to wonder where the bat signal was coming from. Because Joker shows up. 
Yes. The bat symbol. Maybe signal. that scene, the I wonder where that uh, bat symbol comes from. Maybe it's one of those edited, you know, a new yeah, scene. Yeah, maybe. Just to, maybe. Yeah, that sounds like another one of those. Uh, so he just starts, Joker starts monologuing about how the uh, the 14, I guess 15 now, people that he killed, they were all people who technically committed crimes. It's the first one where... These I thought that were, was interesting. I thought that was a cool part. I had them jaywalking. Yeah. Like, I thought it was the, out of that movie, like of that movie standard yeah. in the writing, I thought that was a cool part of that The movie. first one where you went to buy like a Twinkie from a gas station and they overcharged him. Which he says the crime. I'm not sure that's a crime. <laughs> that's a crime, you know. Yeah. Also, how do you like? How do you like that guy as, as the Joker? He wasn't bad. He I, was, I thought his laugh was a little. It was I, a little just like. It was just like ah. I I wanted a better laugh the yeah. whole time. I mean, he wasn't amazing. He's not like. Uh, uh, he's not Heath Ledger, but he's he's as a fan film. Goes. I thought he was pretty. I thought he was the best actor out of the group. You know what? I can get freaking better laugh than that. <laughs> that was. Um, I assumed that the the guy who produced it, uh, Eric Smigel. Normally, you assume whoever is producing and doing the bulk of the work is because they want to play the main character. So I assumed Eric Smigel was going to be Batman. That Eric Smigel's the Joker. Oh, the guy who made it's the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He produced it, directed it, wrote it. Well, that's. Right. I mean, that's. A, I mean, that's a cool part. Yeah, it is a cool part. The Joker is a cool. Part. I, I guess if you're. Those are the two roles that you really want if you're going to be in a Batman thing. Yeah. You want to be either the Batman or, or the Joker. Joker. Uh, so Joker... Also, they, they had this uh, recurring thing about the people that Joker has killed, where they he started off with gas station attendants, and then later on he, he kills like the DAs and stuff, and they, they keep saying like his, the people he's killed have gotten more important with each killing. <laughs> that just kind of bugged me. It's like, like come on, it's still... It's not okay to go gas station. It's <laughs> really. It's still. It's like all right, those ones weren't that important, but now you're killing DAs. Oh, now it's serious. Yeah, it, that that was weird. It's one thing to kill gas station. <laughs> it's one thing. Uh, so he um he, he beats up Batman and then he unmasks Batman and realizes that it's Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that they. Um, Batman has like a lot of eyeshadow on, even when he, they pull off the mask. I I thought that was. Um, did you ever see the Phantom, the the Billy Zane, nineteen ninety six? No. Oh wait, Phantom. Uh, wait, no. Not it Phantom Menace. Phantom. The Phantom. <laughs> Not Phantasm. No, the Phantom. Wow. Oh no, I haven't seen the Phantom. He, he's this uh, superhero in like a purple suit, and he's got a little domino mask, and then he's got uh, all this eyeshadow on. Oh, okay. Um, and there's a scene where he pulls off his, his mask and he's clearly wearing eyeshadow. Then he pulls off the mask and it's just his face and no eyeshadow. And it's just so ridiculous that <laughs> he just pulls pre- off the eyeshadow yeah. too. It's like they're just pretending he's not wearing eyeshadow. No, you don't see that. He's clearly wearing this. His yeah. eyelids are, uh, are all black. <laughs> and, um, I guess it looks silly to have a superhero, to it's acknowledge realistic. that your superhero is wearing eyeshadow, but it's... I think in 1999... Acceptable move, not anymore. Yeah. Uh, so Batman is, is Joker realizes that it's Bruce Wayne. He uh, he spits on him and pisses on him, 
And then it just cuts to the, like, Bruce Wayne talking to Alfred. He's like, yeah, I ran DNA tests on the spit and the piss. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't know that's what happened. Yeah. I was cleaning the dishes while I was doing it. Oh. I guess I missed that. And he's like, yeah, they're inconclusive. So, like, why <laughs> even have that moment? <laughs> I collected I just handled them. some piss and shit. <laughs> I was touching some, just so you know. <laughs> I just collected all of his urine. I assume it was from the Joker. <laughs> Joker urine. I was, I was unconscious. He was gone when I woke up. But I assume the Joker pissed on me. <laughs> could have been a hobo. I don't know. Maybe it was just a dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It could be a dog. Uh, so Bruce goes to his birthday party. He's just like immediately, he's like, yeah, I tested the, the piss and the shit. I bet it's time <laughs> for my birthday now. He goes to his birthday party. And uh, he references uh, that the house burned down at the end of Batman Begins. He's like, yeah, the last birthday party, the house burned down, but hopefully nothing will happen this time. Ha ha ha. There's this line, of, this bit of dialogue that was so awful. These two characters are, are uh, having like an argument, and Bruce Wayne walks up, and one of them says, hey, Bruce, what are your thoughts on the Joker? Ronnie and I, uh, Ronnie and I were, were talking about him, and Bruce says, well, you know, anyone who dresses up like a clown clearly has issues. And the guy's like, I told you, Ronnie! <laughs> I told you! Like, this is like a big... Like, see? He has issues! I do remember that. <laughs> like, Ronnie's arguing like, no, I just think this is a normal guy who just dresses like a clown and murders people. You know, sometimes... See? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just gotta dress like a clown and murder people. Bruce, Bruce will back me on this. Look, Bruce, Bruce, hey, Bruce. Bruce believes that, that normal people dress like a clown and, and commit 15 homicides. Uh, so Harvey and the Joker are, are both there, and nobody really reacts to the fact that the Joker and this guy with half his face burnt off are just hanging around at this popcorn <laughs> party. Well, you know, you know, if this guy thinks people dress up like clowns, then, yeah. you know, whatever, you know, yeah. like, then maybe, guess, maybe yeah. half the audience didn't notice. Two-Face is, like, turned to the, the yeah, so, yeah. like, you can only see, like, his good side. Yeah, he's just, just shirking everyone. Yeah. yeah. Like, he looks 2D to yeah, everyone. exactly. He just is, has the other side just facing the wall. Uh-huh, and at just all doesn't times. allow anyone to see uh-huh. the other side. <laughs> yeah, right, guys. Yeah. Hey, isn't it? Hey, uh, Harvey, hey, there's this thing over to the right of you. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's good. We're I good, I don't guys. need to look at that. No, I'm just going to look at this wall for a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so Batman changes into his costume uh, with, with Alfred's help. <laughs> uh, the, the Alfred character is, looks so young. Yeah, they're, they're, he's clearly <laughs> in high school, and they just gave him, like, gray like hairspray. Spray, yeah, they spray-painted that. Uh, Batman hits Joker with a batarang, and he dodges Two-Face's bullets. Um... What is Two Face doing here? He's trying to get money from Bruce. Oh, Bruce okay. Wayne has uh, money, <laughs> and that's the line that they use for the dialogue. He's like, "Bruce has the money to to do something." I agree. Would it be have been if Bruce give me two dollars? <laughs> I need it. I mean it. Yeah. I really need it. I need two dollars and twenty two cents. Bruce has the money. I've heard he's a billionaire. Yeah. Uh, so then they they fight. Joker planted a bomb. Uh, Batman gets unmasked, uh, bomb blows off, it blows up, Batman manages to, uh, get Harvey out in time, but the Joker is still in the building when it blows up. Then cut to Batman and Gordon on a rooftop. <laughs> Batman says to him, we did it! And Gordon says, actually, I, I wasn't really a part of it. <laughs> and Batman says, no, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. 
and Joker just or Batman just uh, Gordon <laughs> Gordon just nods smugly like yeah. He's like I wasn't willing to take take credit for this before, but if you're giving it to me, I'll take it. I'll take credit. <laughs> no, he wasn't at this party. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he literally did nothing at yeah. the party. Oh my god, Batman's just a nice guy, man. Yeah. Uh, he, he, I don't know what he. He's like moral support for Batman. I feel. Yeah, I guess so. I guess maybe that's what he means. Maybe he couldn't. You know, a normal police commissioner would have taken me in a long time ago. You're cool. You allowed me to keep being a vigilante. He supported me by not acting. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes, totally. Your your indifference allowed me to. You're 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 my Trump, or you're uh, to my neo Nazi. Exactly. You, by not condemning me openly, you're giving <laughs> me support. That is what Batman and neo Nazis have in common. <laughs> Uh, Batman says that, uh, uh, Gordon says that the Joker was not found in the ruins of Wayne Manor, and Batman says that Bruce Wayne has agreed to pay for Harvey's reconstructive surgery, and he's... With a lot of psychological help. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, Gordon's like, so what will happen to, to, uh, to Harvey now? Which, Batman is not a judge. Batman cannot make that decision about what, why would Gordon be asking him? And he just has this line where he's like, all I know is he won't be going away for life. Like, <laughs> that wasn't That's the pretty question. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just living in fucking hell. I guess he'll be out eventually. I don't know. He killed a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> he killed... I. It, he should go away for a while, probably. He's very crazy. <laughs> But not for life. Not for life. Maybe when he's 85, he can get out. That's the Batman promise. <laughs> I'm, not I'll for put, life. I'll put you away, but not for life. Oh, God. It's like how Batman normally just doesn't kill. And he's oh, like yeah. taking it like a step further. Like, I don't believe in death penalty <laughs> or life in prison. I believe in a 40-year maximum sentence. <laughs> he, he's really hopeful in the uh, rehabilitation yeah. part of it. Uh, so Batman just leaves, uh, he dips out, and then he goes and he leaves a rose on Rachel's grave? It's not mm. totally clear. I thought it was his parents. There's, there's two. It's there's, probably Rachel. There's one that I'm assuming is Rachel, and then he goes to a different grave and he leaves two roses. Oh, that's gotta be his parents then, yeah. Unless he was leaving two because she, because of Two-Face, and it was a Two-Face? Beyond the duality? Beyond the duality? <laughs> in Beyond the duality past the, the brutality? brutality? In the, the Dark Descent? <laughs> I, I, think I was... don't feel like there was a Dark Descent. For for any character, really. Maybe for Two-Face? Okay, let's break this down. It, the the brutality, the duality. Duality's gotta be the Two-Face stuff, right? Beyond the duality. But in like the original, when this was two movies, I'm assuming the Two Face stuff came from the Duality movie. Oh, it's called the Duality. Yeah, Batman the Duality, and then Batman oh. the Brutality. Oh, and the Brutality was a Joker one. I guess. Interesting. So what is the? I guess the Dark Descent is Harvey Dent becoming a villain. I would say, uh, out of all those people, I would say he made the Dark Descent. I felt like the Joker kind of stayed the same, and Batman kind of stayed the same. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of a, something. When they meet at the sun in the sunlight at the beginning, what if that's supposed to be because 
things are bright and sunny, and then they're getting darker as the movie goes on. And I'll never work in the day again. Yeah. The dark. I'm getting dark. The dark descent. <laughs> the dark descent is about Batman just going, I'm never working in the day again. Like some weird joke. <laughs> like it used to be just Pigeon Man, and like nobody was afraid of fat. So he's like, all right, now just. Now Bat. Yeah. I won't be Pigeon Man and Batman. I need to focus. <laughs> focus on the Batman. Just focus on the Batman. I feel like that's the part that's working. I'm just going to focus on that. Pigeon Man's really Drop the pigeon out. stuff. People don't like the pigeon <laughs> stuff. It's, it can't, it's Beyonce. Just, just do the bat stuff. Yeah, that, uh, the pigeon is coming. It's, we're good. Everyone keep doing your shit. I was so scared of pigeons when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Because my cousin told me that pigeons can give you cancer. <laughs> and I wasn't totally sure what cancer was, yeah. but I knew it was bad. Yeah. And so I'd just freak out any time a pigeon got anywhere near me. Whoa. How did he say, uh, did he have anything to base it off of, or was he just fucking you? Fucking I think he's just fucking with me. Hey, a pigeon can cancer. But I don't know what that is, but it's scary. Whoa. Ah, they radiate cancer. I don't want cancer. Oh, my what God. is cancer? You... I don't want it. <laughs> cancer bad. Cancer bad. Cancer uh, bad. So that's the end. That's Batman, The Dark Descent. The Dark Descent. What do you think? How do we... <sighs> would you recommend this movie? <laughs> no, I no. would not. No. It's, it, it's funny that it's not even one of those bad movies that turn into good. No. It's mostly kind of unwatchable. There's some moments that are funny, but it's not worth it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too long for what it is. It's too long for what it is. People could literally just live their lives not, not knowing this... Is You're not thing. missing anything. I feel like I got something a little out of this, but uh, it's very small. Yeah. I, I had fun watching it. I wouldn't recommend it to other people. It's not worth... There are good fan films out there that I recommend. There is one uh, that we'll, we'll talk about eventually. We'll go back and do this, but it was the one from the, the episode that we did uh, that was lost, uh, that I didn't record properly. Batman New Times. Really good fan film. Ooh. Really well done. One of... The best Batman films I've seen. Period. Nice, I forgot. And it was a fan film. This not not great. It's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not I've seen worse Batman, but it's not great. Wait, I thought you said it was really good. Oh, Batman New Times was. Oh, really oh, good. sorry, sorry. This this one, yeah, not it's the not worst good. I've it's seen. It's not, not good. Not yeah. great. Uh, let's say we always have to rank all the Batman. And it's tricky when my normal cohorts aren't here because there's a lot of you haven't seen. But let's let's start. Um, this Batman, played by Robert something, Richard something, let me pull up his name, um, played by Ryan Sciarota. Sciarota. Um First of all, the costume didn't fit great. No, it's very loose. The mask was way too big. It was very bulgy around the, the cheekbones and around the eyes. Yeah. Um, you can clearly see it was a, like a body. Like costume, it's just the costume you can buy. Yeah, it's like a Halloween costume kind of thing. Yeah, like totally. not even like the best Halloween. Like a, like a, about thirty bucks, you get this. It's like like a polyester. It's got like drawn on abs <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, it's the Joker. That's probably the best. Yeah, yeah. The Joker. What I thought he did look. They they got his thing right. Right, right. But in terms of costume, right. in terms of this Batman, let's talk about like what yeah, yeah. what makes a good Batman. I always look for. A costume, the car, the gadgets. I want to see these smart and like a good detective. I want to see these mm-hmm. good in the fights. Mm-hmm. Those are really the five things I, I look for. Let's say not a good detective. <laughs> not really. 
I mean, he's stealing evidence and then just <laughs> forgetting about it. Is uh, oh yeah, this yeah. Oh, I forgot there was his evidence <laughs> that would have let us know that Harvey was in danger. I just I totally forgot about <laughs> that, my, dude. To- my bad, totally. Uh, so not a great detective. Didn't strike me. Nothing he did really seemed that smart. Yeah, he did. He did seem kind of like a dumb Batman. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't super dumb, but he wasn't overly. He just yeah. Um, just felt like yeah. Costume wasn't great. There's no car, so no can't Batman. even. Address the car. I don't think that there were really any gadgets. Uh, there was a battering, battering. once or twice. They did a good job for what they had of throwing the battering in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I think there's one scene where he is getting ready to grapple away. Yes. And they, you don't actually see him doing it, but he kind of is setting yeah, he up. Does and, the thing. Yeah. Like, looking did. at his belt. Yeah. Um, I think that's it in terms of gadgets. He doesn't have a lot. Just, just the battering, really, and the one other thing that I forgot, probably. So, so very little in terms of gadgets. Mm-hmm. Um, in a fight, if, I've seen worse, but he's not many. He's not great. He's he holds his own, but he he doesn't. He there's nothing that I, I'm really impressed does by. He, yeah, does he hold his own though? Does he win a fight? <laughs> As I was saying this, I don't. I think he actually first fight. Rachel dies, right? Yeah. Oh, then, Scarecrow's the only one he wins. I think. Yeah, Scarecrow he wins just because he's conquered all his fears. Yes, as you said. Then uh, there's the Joker thing where the Joker just runs away and he can't catch him. <laughs> he just can't catch him. Um, he just loses him and like gives up. Then there's the. Yeah, he doesn't try that hard. He's like, oh, if only this were nighttime. <laughs> oh, I'm in nighttime. I have so much speed. Uh, he fights. I the, can see too well in the day. He fights the Joker on the rooftop, and the Joker beats the shit out of him. And pees and poops. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, then he fights Two-Face. Two-Face gets away. Yeah, yeah. He gets his ass kicked by Two-Face. Um, then he fights both of them in Wayne Manor at the party. And Joker still gets the bomb off. Yeah. So I guess he sort of wins that fight, but not just barely. Nah, not really. That's a draw. If anything. He's a bad fighter. Yeah, bad, bad fighter Batman. And not explained in a story way. So not he's, like he's in training or anything. So he's got to go low on the list. Yeah, um, this is a low one. So I'm probably the lowest movie that you are likely to have seen. Um, number 18. We've got George Clooney from Batman and Robin. I think it's got to go lower than George Clooney. I would it'd have to. Because that movie's at least got cool costumes, gadgets. He's got gadgets. He's got a car. There's fighting. Yeah. Um, number 19 is... I'm sorry, number number 24. Number 24 is no one. Just no one. If, if he had been just erased from this movie, would this have been a better movie if they just cut him out entirely? Batman? Yeah. Would it be a better movie? I almost think the Joker's performance is better than Batman. You know who this really reminds me of? Um, there was a movie right at the bottom called um, uh, number 30 on our list called Batman Night of Halloween. It was basically just an ad for a kickboxing school. And it came out around the same time. They had a similar thing where the costume didn't really fit. And it starts off with uh, the Scarecrow throwing 
something in Batman's face and Batman's tripping out and seeing all his fears. It feels a lot like that. Um, Do you feel like you got anything out of it, really? Not much. I, I think I think this is a better movie than Batman Night of Halloween. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Batman himself was better than the Batman in Batman Ooh. Night of Halloween. Interesting. And that one, I, I would never, ever, I hate it so much, I'd never rewatch it again. I did not like this. I, I, didn't, I don't know that I hated it. But Bat, if we're talking about where this is as a as movie, a this, it would be different than where, where it is is just as Batman. So I gotta go... Right above that is a movie called Bat Pussy, where it's just a porno where it's Batman... Bat, Bat Pussy is barely in it. She just rides around on a hippie, hippity hop and gets angry that people are having sex. He's better than her. At least he's Batman. Below, above that is uh, Batman Dal Piano to Eros, which is an Italian porno, which is Batman getting cuckolded. Um, is it better? Than, is it better? Is it a better Batman than that Batman? Because that Batman can't do anything, and there's a story reason. It's better than that. Okay. It's uh, above that is is uh, Batman City of Night, which has this really fat Batman we call Tubby Batman. <laughs> It's another fan film. I think this belongs between uh, Matt Williams, from who played Tubby Batman in City of Night, and Mark Shannon, who played Bat- Batman in Batman Dal Piente Eros. So I'm putting this in number 28 on our list. 28 out of 32. So the new bottom five are David Noble from The Disagreement, Adam Pecoraro from Batman Night of Halloween, Bat Pussy, the unknown actress from Bat Pussy, uh, Mark Shannon from Batman Del Piano to Eros, and now Ryan Skirato, Skirata from Dark, Batman Dark Descent, Tubby Batman out of the bottom five. <laughs> got out of there. Yeah. Uh, so, Andrew, this is, we're wrapping it up. Yeah. You got anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, you can, uh, Subscribe to my YouTube page at uh, Andrew Pabone. Just type that in. Andrew P as in Peter. A as in Apple. B as in Poi. O-N. I'm going to have some cool stuff later this year. I'm doing a web series about my psychological issues. So I think that'll be good. And we've heard of this. There's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. (laughs) It'll be great. I I will definitely listen to that. Let me know when that airs. (laughs) Um, for me, just, uh, you guys know, just like, and subscribe to the Facebook page, uh, subscribe to the, the podcast, Facebook, Danny Rathbun, D-A-N-N-Y-R-I-T-H-B-U-N, that Twitter's just my name, uh, got some shows coming up, but nothing, nothing too big, I'm just gonna wrap this up, we need to end this, um, Andrew, we end every episode by shouting Kareem, do you want to lead us in a Kareem? What's a Kareem? Just shout the word Kareem. Kareem? Kareem! Kareem!